Yo, 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 you already know what time it is. Welcome back to another episode of Thinker versus Speaker, where I'm Marissa the Thinker, sit down with different guests, and we talk about all things, anything, everything, life, love, relationships, spirituality, literally whatever we want to talk about. So with that being said, we don't always know what we're going to get into, but sometimes we do cover some sensitive topics. If you easily triggered and there are some things that you know what I'm saying, don't don't sit right with your spirit when you hear them. You know what I'm saying? This might not necessarily be the best place for you. Do what you got to do. Um, we definitely respect it. But if you're down for the tough conversations, and it's not always tough conversations, really. I like to have fun here. But, you know, if you're down for that, that type of thing, make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Put other people onto the show. Let them know what you're listening to, what you're enjoying. And without further ado, we're going to hop right into it. I got Ashton back today. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it's Easter today. Do you celebrate that? Yeah, they are uh, in the park right now doing Easter airlines and shit. I'm in. I'm. Uh, I'm <laughs> put myself away to go ahead and take care of this. Man, I told you. I straight told you. I was like, bro, enjoy your time. You like, nah, nah. I won't. Man, they ain't doing nothing. It's kids. <laughs> I'm grown. What can I do but smoke with the adults and chill, drinking <laughs> smoke? So it's like they ain't doing nothing. They on the opposite side. So I'm cool. That's fair enough. I did my fair bit of uh chilling the other day. Uh, the other day, I know yesterday. I definitely enjoyed my time with my family, my daddy grilled and stuff like that. So I definitely feel you on that. Glad to hear that you were able to enjoy it. And I hope that y'all enjoyed y'all, uh, you know, Easter too. If you celebrate, I know, you know, it's other holidays and things. Actually, if you don't celebrate Easter and y'all celebrate something else during this time, let me know what other holidays are celebrated around this time. I know Ramadan just passed. Did it end? I want to learn about that, you know, help somebody, somebody help me out. Educate, educate me a little bit. But, um, yeah, without further ado, we go. You know what I'm saying? Get started. You know, today I just want to kind of to ask you a couple questions. Me and you recorded a, a, a episode a couple uh, a couple days ago that I'm holding on to for a minute because um, <laughs> it kind of made me want to just ask more about your story. It made me want to ask more about your story, and I actually want to start there before we put in uh put out the other episode that I'm doing. So, um. Yeah, I, I know we talked about a little bit about your background on the first episode of Thinker versus Speaker, but that was kind of that was a little all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like <laughs> every time yeah. I talk to you, I feel like I end up shooting shit on the episodes instead of like really getting into some shit. So it's just like now nah, I want to try a different approach today and like really let you um let you have it and let let's let's learn a little bit more about you. So like tell us first of all, like tell us where you from and like your background, stuff like that. <clears throat> well, I'm Ashton if everybody don't know. I go by MG Stone Record Gamer, all of that shit. Uh I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, by the way. Like I'm born and raised. Well, I'm born and raised that uh, I left that uh, when I was eighteen, straight to college, out of high school. Did what right. I had to do to better myself. Stayed in the hood, don't yeah. Stayed in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real, I ain't really had no childhood because I was sick. Like I was sick. Like I was sick. But like the family that I was in, we had no other choice. We were stuck into church. So, with that being said, grandly, that's what got me into my music. Heavy. I was stuck into church. It was like we had to be active in church. I don't want to be in the choir. I want to be behind the scenes on the instrument. That's where the money was, but I never looked at it as money, if that makes sense. Right. 
Right. So you say you spend your spent your childhood being sick. What you mean? Like I was born with a heart condition. So basically with that being said, like most of my childhood I've been in and out the hospital. I ain't really had a childhood to about thirteen. Thirteen to then that's when I really was like out like going to school and stuff like that. Other than that, I was in and out the hospital. I had my last operation in ninety nine. Yeah. And what year were you born? Nine to one. Oh, where are you saying manage my brother? Um yeah. That's crazy to think about that. So, like, you ain't get to go to, like, school or it was, like, one of those things where you went to school and you would just have to get pulled out a lot. You said what now? I said, so you said that, did you did you get to go to school? Like, it sounds like you ain't have, like, a normal school experience. Like, you had to get pulled out of school or did you just, like, not really like, go to school? I got homeschooled all the way to high school. Like, when high school started, that's when, like, I really got into school. Other than that, even, like, my middle school year, I was, even though I wasn't, like, out, like, I was recuperating, so they ended up giving me a a homeschool. And, like, were you limited on, like, things that you could do? Because I know, like, when I think about, like, stuff that I was doing as a kid, like, I would be, like, running up and down the street with, like, my friends that I went to school with and stuff like that. it's 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 a lot of stuff that goes on with me. Like, I can't do a normal person has four chambers in their heart. I only got three. Oh, shit. So how does that limit you? So it limited me through everything that I do, but I'm still an asshole. You know, I still smoke. I still do what I do, but that's to better myself. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I do it for medical reasons. Like, I'm medically cleared to do it, so even, oh, though, even if I wasn't medically cleared to do it, I still would do it, but medically cleared to do it, but it's that shit, but fuck it. That's that. Hmm. But after... After I got into, like, high school and shit, like, I started off, like, I started percussion. Then the saxophone sounded sexy to me. Hey, I used to play saxophone. I was a tenor. I still play the alto. I played the alto. Oh, what? So, I still play it. I still know how to play that motherfucker. I'm trying to get Hell my yeah, you can't one. forget. Yeah, bro, I'm trying to get me a tenor. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm, I'm trying try- to get my hands on one, for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely trying to get my hands on another tenor. I played tenor and um, clarinet. That's actually why I learned tenor and not alto because it's on the same uh, the same key. But yeah, that's dope. I ain't know that. Yeah, yeah, saxophone is yeah. Okay, okay, I see why I fuck with you. But um, <laughs> that's real. Hey, that's real. Uh, I started playing drums like through church and shit. I started playing drums, and then my grandma got sick. She got quadruple in her hand. So, like, she had to have surgery. So, at that point in time, she got me activated into, like, piano lessons and shit like that. I said, fuck that, because I ain't, like, playing, like, music like that. Reading sheet music, so I started off just playing by ear. Yeah. Yeah. Do you prefer playing by ear? Yeah. Yeah. I like playing by ear, but I don't mind reading music either. Were you in, like, bands and stuff when you went to school? Yeah. uh Huh? Yeah, I was in school band, jazz band, all of that. Like, I was the number one. I was they go to go to go to go to facts. If I wasn't first trade, don't don't even come at me, bro. <laughs> but I liked it because I was always out of school. Yeah, like I'm always out of school. I'm a band head. That's what everybody be like. Oh, How you feel about drumline? <laughs> hey, 
I'm probably rusty now, but back then, <laughs> can't nobody fuck with me. I was I was first nerd always. Yo, okay, it was something about Drumline that movie, bro. Like because I was such a band geek. Okay, I was such a band geek that that movie just felt like a rite of passage. It was just like, bro, I cannot wait till that time in my life comes. I should have went to an HB. I should have just did it and went to an HBCU and been in a band. But I, when I came time, I didn't do it because I ended up leaving band after, like, my freshman year. But I had been in the band since, like, the fourth grade. Like, that's one of my, like, life's fucking regrets is not going to, like, a HBCU band. But, like, yeah, Drumline was that fucking movie. St. Louis got one. St. Louis got a uh, high stove. Yeah, but they got Lincoln too. I, yeah, but I was playing for I was playing for her so drumline for a minute. I was still in high school though. I was you were still in high, high school, school playing for yeah. them? How was that possible? Cause they, cause they had nobody on their motherfucking band, and I knew somebody who was on the flag line, and uh, they needed some fucking drummer. So she already know my skill. Put me on that motherfucker. She knew the drum coordinator. Oh, that's dope. So how was that experience for you, man? She. I'm gonna say this: her is still a good college, but that's a turn up, motherfucker. Turn up. That's a fact. That's a turn up. So it was a different experience. But when I went to uh, that made me want to go. I went to Stream Institute for a minute. Y'all know the school by Nelly. I went mm-hmm. there. I had a scholarship to go there, and then that school got bankrupt. Right. So I was like, man, fuck. What else <laughs> to do? I ended yeah. up going to Full Sail out in uh California. No, yeah. was it in full sales in Florida? Let me take that back. It's in Florida. And I end up going there. I found I met a lot of rappers and shit. And that's what got me in my music. Like hey, You actually went to Florida to go? Yeah. I went Florida to Florida. I went to full sales. The college, the music college, full sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went there for a while. I met a couple of people, shit like that, everything like that. I still connect with them to this day. They on some music shit. But That's other than that, mm-hmm. music been me. Like, I've been selling. I used to sell just for school, though. Right, 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 right. So I wanted to get into it. We kind of popping around a little bit. I got to bring you back. Yeah, I got to bring you back. <laughs> I had to bring it back. We gonna get into all that. We gonna get into all that. So like first, so one like, I playing drums at Harrisville. When did you start doing that? Like how old were you? Shit, we going back to eight. That was hell of a go. I was like sixteen, seventeen. Cause Damn. I was like, a, I was a ju- I was a junior. Wait, yeah, I was a junior playing for that ass. I did play my junior, my senior year. So and that's what helped me to get my scholarship though, low key. Really? Yep. That's what uh, to uh what extreme at the time? Yeah, that's what got me because I was going to so basically I was already at a high school that already had college electives and shit like that. So I went instead of me going to like Central and playing for them and shit like that, like Central Regional Performing Arts do they uh right 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 they Black History programs and shit like that. We have to win. I went to her store drumline. Like basically, I had that plug. I'm I'm finna take that play to college because at the end of the day, just college, just going on college credits. Hell yeah! So what the take fuck that you mean? fucking opportunity. Yeah, of take course. It. Of course. And so, I took it and I ran with it. So what was it like playing in a band? Man, it was all right. Like the first, like the first couple months, it was ass.
really know how to play. Like they like niggas say they trying to learn. It's like you say you 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 in college, bro. You should know how to play these instruments. You understand what I'm saying? Like you yeah. in college, what's the point of you trying to get on the drum line if you don't know how to play none of these motherfucking instruments? That's just the point of everybody else that's in band, including the drum line. If you playing a horn or you playing the clarinet or you playing this shit, you've been playing that shit through middle school, through high school to get to where you is right now. How are y'all getting these amateur drummers? Boy, let me tell you, because like when the what I can say, uh when I was in band through my when I was in band for the years that I was in band, like the a, a lot of the people that I was in band with, crazy talented. Crazy talented. The issue for us was that we didn't have the right teachers or like support, like when it came to the band. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't, like, our bands wasn't fully funded. We, like, we was wearing old ass uniforms. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I remember in high school, our band director was like fresh out of college. So he didn't know what the fuck he was doing with us. You know what I mean? Like, we ain't never get no field time. Like, we was the best motherfuckers. Like, anytime, like, we had a parade, like, we was the best. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all that they did. All they could do was teach us how to, like, march and play. So, like, when it came time for parade time, of course, we was cold. But, like I said, we was musically talented. We just didn't have good support. Y'all just had, uh, just had marching band. Like, the, the teacher who we had, that nigga did marching band, concert band, jazz We did it band, all. all we did it all. We so, did it all. My middle school teacher was the, my middle school teacher, I swear to God, he was the best, like, music teacher that I had. His name was Mr. Walsh. And he had, let me tell you, he taught my cousin, Talisha, that was on, that's on one of the episodes that's coming out. It would have came out by the time this one comes out. So he taught her. And he was like what inspired me because he was so he was so cold. He was also a saxophone player. So cold. I mean, like his whole band would be behind him. Cause like, you know, the thing with a band and the thing that like going back to the movie Drumline, like if you got a good band director, your your band is solid. Your shit is solid. Like if you got a good band director, like your leader is gonna be everything. If you got good section leaders, you got good uh drum majors, you got good a good band director, like, your shit gonna be solid no matter what. Like, and Mr. Walsh was, like, the best that I had seen do it. So by the time we got to high school, like, everybody had him. My cousin had him. My brother had him. I had him. So that's why we was so, like, good by the time we got to high school. But then, like, you know what I'm saying? It was just, like, it's crazy when you think about, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how the fuck you get that far? Like, usually it don't be, like, you know what I'm saying? When you love music, you you really, like, you really do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really do it. You pick that shit up. You read music, like, know the nuances and all that kind of shit, too. But, like, mm, I, I'm getting too deep into it. My bad. <laughs> My bad. But, like, when you grow up, like, reading music like that, and I think that, uh, like, it forms a love of music. Like, when you play music like that, like, you learn how to love music in a different type of way. Like, when you get to uh, play it and experience it like that through them different levels, like, it, it's almost like you learn, like, the ins and outs of music. Like, I don't really ever think I met anybody that just was there just to be there and couldn't do, like, what the fuck they is. So, you saying that is just, like, crazy to me. It was hard. Hard, don't get me wrong. It was hard. It was a lot of hate, all that shit. But but it's it fun as fuck, though. True. 
It was true. So, like, how was it? So, again, like you said, you was homeschooled. You say you were homeschooled uh, for the majority of, like, your school time. So, like, what was it, like, adjusting once you finally went to school? Like, were you excited to go to school? Was it, like, weird, different? Like, what was it like? Nah, high school was just full of holes at that point in time. I was... <laughs> It wasn't the simple fact that I was lost in the sauce, but it was just like at the end of the day, half of the shit that I was that they was doing, I already no key knew. So it was just like, man, let me go up into school, do this work. Let me go ahead and snatch everything and ban, ban my favorite shit. Let me go ahead and snatch everything and sign, sign my favorite subject. Let me go ahead and try to accumulate some holes while I'm in it, but that never was my occupation. But I got fans due to band. Right. But it was just like, man, you play this, you play that. Why don't you do this? Why don't... Nah, it's good. Like, adapting to it, it was good to, like, after high school. Like, after high school, it was like, because my sophomore, not my sophomore, my junior year, I had got sick again, and I had to have another minor surgery. So I could have went back to school and did my senior year. Mm. But my stupid ass, Obama became president at that motherfucking time. My ass said, fuck school. and went straight off to college. I went straight (laughs) off to college. You had to go to a community college for two years if you... 16 and on the fuck out. I went and I took that motherfucker, took an understudy in business. What the fuck? Hey, that's not a bad idea, though. That's pretty clever. And then at the end of the day, when I tried to go back to get into it, they was like, oh, we, you need to take trigonometry and all of that shit. So instead of going back to school, instead of doing my uh, senior year, I ended up just taking it over in a college course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. So um, you said, okay, so then you go from high school but you plan in college then you go to college so you went from going to a junior college and that's when you went to extreme institute yeah went straight to extreme institute so that was your mission all the whole time my mission was to go to extreme institute my mission was to go to the music school and at that point in time that was the only school like in the city that was uh like for music type shit Right. And then I started, uh, uh, it's this girl I started talking to social media on social media. And at the time, she was going to full set. And she was going for ghostwriting and music production. So at the point in time, it's like, okay, yeah, ooh, ooh, that's my club to get into full set. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But first, let me see how this, you know, this campus is or whatever. So she was like, hey, yo, it was a concert going on. It was Kevin Gates was there just before he became hot and shit like that. Kodak was there and all of that shit. They were doing concerts. And, like, if you go to that school, you could bring three other motherfuckers. So she had me as her plus. So I'm in that motherfucker. We live. We VIP because she in the session to where she can mess with the audio and shit. In the booth and shit. We all like, I'm like, damn, bro. I need to go here for real, for real. Then after that, I went to some like day of school. They got studio. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I'm finna leave this dream institute. And you know, <laughs> I'm finna bring my ass out here. But the only yeah. thing I hated about full sale classes, 24 hours a day, bro. Oh, what? 
24 hours a day, you got a class at five o'clock in the motherfucking morning. Uh, I guess so, because it's entertainment. It ain't, ain't entertainment don't run on normal people time. Yeah, so that school make you have class at two, three o'clock in the morning type shit. But what? That Bull sounds crazy. Red Bull for free. If you uh go there, you can use any studio for free. All of that shit. Let me find yeah. let me find out. Uh maybe I need to uh take my ass to Florida. You will oh. find, find listen, you will find a lot of artists within that podcast shit, that music shit, that beat beat shit. Whatever hey. you got going on. That's how I connected with a lot of motherfuckers from full sale. Let me find the fuck out. Look, I, it is what it is. Morris ain't scared to do shit. I might have to go ahead and Make it's me a backup plan. Yeah. It's in Orlando, Florida. It's in Winter Park. And they uh, got a park. <laughs> like, instead of their dormitory, they own apartment complex. So you can get you one bed, man. Uh, do I want to be in Orlando? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to be in Orlando? That's where the bitch is at, though. Ah, uh, we ain't gonna talk about this right here. But yeah, we not, we not. <laughs> but I'm just giving you, I'm just telling you, you, you thought. I'm just finna say something. You thought Texas had some bitches. Take your ass to Orlando. Man, you don't know what I'm saying. I, I have to get you hip off this shit, but um back <laughs> 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 to the podcast. Exactly. Back Why you always trying to take me where the sunshine go? Hey, right, you, yeah. you ask a question. <laughs> but no, nah, like that's kind of dope. Like, so you had 24-7 classes. Like, what was okay, nah, I know. Going from St. Louis, it was tiresome. To- it was Bruh. tiresome. I, I know mean, when I went to St. Louis, but listen, when I went to St. But I already had a place to stay when I went to Florida, so it went shit. Right. I was staying there with her, so I already had my crib. Who after the whim or whatever the situation may be. The only thing that I hated though, them motherfuckers like to tone up and make music twenty four hours a day. They don't get no fuck if they got class or not. They in class still fucking making music and shit. Come on, bro. Like, nigga need to sleep one day. You feel me? Like, nigga need to sleep. <laughs> it's like, but but you got to think about it. You're going to be around motherfuckers who want to make music all the time when they want to do this or you want to do that. You got niggas that's really passionate about, about what, what they, they really want to do. Yeah. So it's like, at the end of the day, fuck school. You understand what I'm saying? We going to school for this shit. So at the end of the day, we could st- we, we in the studio today. So fuck the class. Let's make this song. That's a, I mean... I, I think that's the part about school where, you know what I'm saying, where people be like, they don't need school, but, like, actually, like, school is, like, where you build that network, you know what I'm saying? Like, even when, like, a lot of the people that I talk to on the podcast, sometimes, like, either half of them came from the place that I worked at, or the other half came from where I went to school at, and you know what I'm saying? What does that tell you? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what does that tell you? You you wind up, like, linking up with people in your interest bracket, people that want to do what you do, people that are passionate about what you're passionate about. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing like being surrounded by people that are doing exactly what the fuck it is that... You know what I'm saying? You want to do and being able to link up and get creative with those people and like vibe out with them. You know what I'm saying? You don't get like you get that to a certain extent in like high school and stuff like that. But once you get to college, that's on a whole different level. You know what I mean? Because at that point, y'all are talking about what y'all want to do for y'all life, essentially, if you know what you want to do with your life. So like even when I think about something like that or 
people doing music and stuff like that. Like, real talk, like, this podcast is a job, but it's not a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a job, but it's not a job. Like, the same way, like, I can spend, and even my job, like, 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 let's be honest, like, I draw. So, you know what I'm saying? It's work, oh, but it's not work. Hey, well, I need you to draw. <laughs> Man, it's crazy yeah. because my old lady draw too, but she don't want to do it. And that shit getting on my nerves. She talking about you finna make me come out of retirement. Fuck all that. I just need somebody to draw my tattoo. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you when you passionate about what you do, it's not. It's not. It's dead ass not work. It's not work at all. Like, it's work, but it's work. Like, you spend time doing it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I think people don't always understand that. And I think that was the difference. Like, even when I was going to school, I was going to school for engineering, but engineering just ain't something I'm passionate about. So, like, now when I find myself surrounded by people that actually like what I'm doing, like, you know what I'm saying, even when I'm at work, we all like to draw. We got the same type of temperament. We be on the same type of time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so we be chilling. It don't be all that. But, like, when you be in environments where it's people really not in their purpose or knowing what it is that they here for, that's when you get all, like, the extra shit. It seems like. True. But yeah, no, that definitely sounds like a vibe. So, like, what was that uh, adjustment going from like St. Louis to Florida? Because that's a whole new. Like, I've been to Florida a couple times. I fucking love going to Florida, especially Orlando, and it's just like that's a whole different vibe. Well, what happened was I was in California before I was in uh, Florida, so I had went to go visit my uh, people in Cali. Man, Cali is man. Cali different. Like, I tell niggas all the time, game banging. Man, game banging so much different. Like, I feel like St. Louis and California is the two most, when it comes to, well, I'm going to say St. Louis stupid when it comes to game banging, but when it comes to, like, them Cambonians, them, them motherfuckers in California, it's a different type of situation. But mm-hmm. even, like, me being in Cali and then going to Florida, it's just, like, from Cali to – from St. Louis to Cali to – from St. Louis to Cali to Florida to where I am now, I mean, to Louisiana to where I am now, just everywhere that I've been, it's like I've been in the hood, like, everywhere that I've been except for where I'm at right now. So mm-hmm. it's, like, putting myself in situations and trying to adapt to shit. That shit's stupid because as I get older, all these gunshots, all this shit, that shit's sad. That shit dead. You probably trying to shoot somebody for no reason or whatever the situation may be. Who knows? But niggas losing their life. So it's just like with that, it make me want to be in a place to where I don't want to be around that shit. Even when I do music or I send templates and shit like that, motherfuckers who want me in the studio, who I know they got the crazy ass rap sheet. I don't the fuck. No, I ain't, you ain't gonna put my motherfucking life in danger. It ain't, it ain't nothing to that artist or no shit like that. It's my life. And like, if people don't understand that, like, you don't know me growing up from where I'm from and everything like that. You don't know what a motherfucker got on their head or whatever the fuck the situation may be. Motherfuckers don't get no fuck. They'll take out <laughs> whoever the fuck you with. That's true. I don't mean to laugh. It's just true. It's just true. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I've been watching these videos. I've been watching these videos. Um, they just little shorts and shit. You know how they got shorts on YouTube? Mm-hmm. And it's a dude. I can't remember his name right now, but it's a dude that just be making all types of St. Louis, like, little memes and stuff like that. Where it's just like, if you from St. Louis, like, you'll get it, right? Like, he put a uh, full 
foil like it was a pronunciation challenge right it'd be little shit like that anyway point being like it'd be some of his things that he posts where it's just like essentially where it's just like people are mad aggressive and it's just like you don't even respond you don't even react because you just used to it like you step out onto your porch and you hear gunshots and uh helicopters and people running and kids yelling and shit and you just continue drinking your coffee because this shit is normal like you know what i'm saying like it's essentially memes like that and it's just like crazy to think of how desensitized we are to shit that is not necessarily normal like you know what i'm saying i had a, co- a co-worker me and, me and one of my co-workers stay in the same apartment right and like it would be sometimes like it, it was right before i moved it was like i hear like gunshots from time to time right my dog would go and hide under the bed but shit i'm from st louis what you think i do Bruh, I didn't been outside in Texas when the shootout fucking happened outside the fucking apartment complex. They ran in the motherfucking house. I'm still what you do? Exactly. I'm still so looking at this shit. They so said, bro, what the fuck? Like, you stood out there, but motherfucker, like, bro, what the fuck wrong with you? They out here shooting. I said, man, they know what the fuck they shooting at. They ain't shooting at me. That's all the fuck they need to worry about. They know what the fuck they handling. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a St. Louis mentality. When I say I slept in my fucking, uh, when I not slept, when I say I continue to sleep, sit on my couch watching Steven Universe, I wasn't thinking about it because this shit is like low key second. I didn't think shit about it. So like, um, I my coworker texts me and she was just like, "Oh my god, did you hear that? Did you hear that?" I'm like, "Hear what?" She was like, "It was gunshots." I was just like, "It was." I, I didn't know. My dog isn't hiding, so I didn't know. And, and she was like, yeah, I, I, I called the police. I said, um, are you okay? You do that for? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was like, are you okay? Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, damn, like, is that what you're supposed to do? Like, I don't... Like, that dog Wait, process, a shot fire card, that's all you gonna Why do? am I calling the police? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't they know. ain't shoot me shit. They ain't <laughs> shoot at me shit. Mind your business. That's literally where we from. It's from mind your motherfucking business. Mind this ain't got business. nothing to do with me. And some people might understand, not understand it. Some people might be like, hey, that's fucked up. That's this, that's that. But like literally, where we come from, you gotta mind, you mind your, your motherfucking business. business. Like <laughs> just 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 period. You know what hey, I'm saying? Hey, you see like, that? Nope. What nope. see what, bro? See what? what? Nah, nah. Hey, when we in the cut somewhere, yeah, we'll talk about that shit one motherfucking tone. But yeah, nah, nah, I ain't see shit. No, did you see what happened, girl? Bruh, motherfuckers gonna shut the fuck up until they get in the cut. Oh, nah, bruh, did y'all just see that nigga just pull up on such a switch? In broad daylight, ain't even get no fuck. Bruh, niggas bruh. report that shit though. Nah, niggas don't get no fuck at all, at all. Niggas do not give a fuck. That's what I'm saying. You gotta mind your business because sad, niggas do not care at all. And they don't give no fuck about them ring cameras. They still gonna shoot that shit out on them fucking <laughs> ring cameras. That's how niggas get caught though. But that's they don't give a fuck. Cut. They don't give, they a, don't fuck. give a fuck. <laughs> they don't. You give running a fuck. down on niggas and then you running back. Like what the fuck is you doing? Like you know the camera right there. Oh, I don't give no fuck. They ain't masked up for nothing. Nothing, nothing. I was at a corner store. I was like twelve. Me and my brother going to the corner store to go get candy, like some wrap snacks or some shit, right? 
And like, it's a dude outside the store, like, hey, y'all want weed? Like, you know what I'm saying? Dude, like, it's just like, I'm 12. Like, no, of course not. I'm terrified. I just want to go buy this hot pickle and take my ass back in the house. Oh, <laughs> be like, bro, it'd be like, it, it always be like, I can't say yes, I can't say no. I'm just not going, you can't not say shit. Bro, it, it, it ain't no right move to making that motherfucker. You just need to keep to yourself and mind your business, bro. Period. Kids <laughs> nowadays in the generation don't get no fuck. At all. Like, at all. Like, people, people, when I moved down here, uh, people would always be like, "Hey, why you watching you? Why you watching your back? You watching your back, your front? Why you know so much? I know where a person is, like two feet away. Like I can tell people that's up the street, down the street, who looking a type of way. And people would be like, "Yo, why are you so, so like on it right now?" And I just be like, "Because like you gotta be aware of everything. Like you know what I'm saying? It's to the point where growing up where we grew up, like I'm so aware." Um, my surroundings because you just gotta be. You gotta look for shit that ain't even there. True. So that's wild. That's wild. That's crazy. But back to the back to the story. So you go, so you go to full sale. So you go to full sale, and that's a whole like you know what I'm saying. Like you changing states, all other kind of stuff. So I know you said that you had to make a decision in order to move, in order to be able to support yourself going to school. So, like, what was behind it? Like, you want to talk about what it is that you had to do and what went behind making that decision? So, first, I had to, uh, for me, I had to figure out how I'm going to get my income. Because at first, I had money. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I had money, but I needed to make more money. Like, I needed to be strapped. Yeah, because, I mean, like, even even in um, college and stuff, like, you get money, but, like, that money don't really support you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even if it pays for your classes, even if it pays for your books, you still got to eat. You still got rent to pay. You still got, like, you know what I'm saying, stuff to do. And then when you're going to, when you're going to school, like, you got to spend a lot of time studying, but, like, you also got to spend time, like, getting your funds. So, you know what I'm saying? It's a It's a... It's a challenging situation to be in, definitely. Like, and depending on what your support system is like, I guess it can really seem impossible. Man, I grew up, when I was in school and shit, I grew up struggling. Like, I ain't even finna sit up here and lie. I grew up struggling. Like, we was on Session 8 and shit, so I stopped. And, yeah. But uh, my bad. I'm driving to Walmart, but my bad. I'm paying attention. But uh, when you I see started, what I, I said, I told you I, I, I ain't gonna I, cut hey, this out either. I told you my fault. My fault. Don't even cut it I out. I told this. Look, I, I'm gonna be real with y'all. Y'all gonna see who the fuck I. I told this nigga. I said, hey, let's do this on some shit with you. Yeah. Cause I don't want this shit. And here we are. Your ass going to Walmart. See this? See this, bro. That's the same Louis nigga for your ass. Well, let's do They they was doing tree. Uh, they was hiding Easter eggs and shit. So I thought that I had time. Like I ain't gonna even lie. I thought that you know I could pull this off, but it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm still can do it. I'm still you good. good. You good. It is what it is, nigga. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't edit, but I state the obvious. But yeah, let's go. 
we addressed the elephant in the room. Y'all know y'all heard that clicker. I told this man. No. <laughs> well, let's get ready to it. They already know what time it is. I mean, but if y'all don't want to hear distractions like this, you know, you more than free to, you know, donate to the channel so we can, like, pay for, like, studio time and stuff like that so y'all don't have to keep hearing distractions. But, you know, it is what it is. If y'all want me to grind it out on my own, I'll do that. But if you want to help the channel, you know what I'm saying, my, ca- my uh, cash app is in the link tree which is in the bio to everything but we gonna get right back to it <laughs> you make it to walmart yeah i'm here i'm on parks and everything <laughs> they know i'm in the podcast that's why they being quiet yeah 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 you good you good you good but, but yeah no basically to answer your question like i started like i wasn't smoking or nothing like that i wasn't smoking no weed or no shit like that but that was quick money. I knew where to get it, and I knew where the plug was at the time to get what I needed. So with that being said, I snatched it, and I was making all my money. So when I had enough money to do what I had to do, like I had money to – I had already had my money put up for the ticket and everything like that. But for me as a person, if I'm going to somebody or I'm trying to do something or I know I'm in somebody else's household, whatever the situation may be, at least I'm going to come with first month rent right? off top. Right. So I had to make money to make sure that I could be able to do what I needed to do and make sure, like, oh, you ain't coming with shit. You feel me? The motherfuckers would be like, oh, you ain't coming with shit. What the fuck you mean? I bought you your whole, whole first month. I so, bought you your whole uh, rent. What you talking about? So, like, when you make a decision like that, right? Because it sounds like, like, was it, like, your first choice? Or, like, how did you... How did you really come about it, like, to go ahead and do that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Did you have any, like, conflict about whether or not to to take that route? Or was it just, like, fuck it? Yeah. All right. So, with that situation being said, my nephew was... Damn, how old that nigga is now? 12? He was two at the time. Damn. Yeah, he was two at the time. And, like, I left and, like... It's a lot of shit that happened with him that I don't want to, like, get into details with mm-hmm. right now. But it, he got himself fucked over after I left. It was, like, a lot of shit. Cracked down with him and his mama and all that shit. But I left because my mom, like, I ain't trying to dog nobody. I ain't trying to dog nobody, whatever the situation may be. He said what he said and he said. But with that being said, it was just, like, it was just too much going on. Like, I was doing everything and everything. And it was just like, I had to get away. And it had to be like, I'm grown. So it's like, at this time, I understand all my family is here, but this is my opportunity to go do what I need to do. So let me stack my bread and just, hey, I'm finna go. You know, at the end of the day, I left my mom in the car. I left her, you know, the crib was taken care of for the year. All of that shit. So it was just like, I did what I needed to do before I left so that they'll be okay, so that I can go and I'll be okay. Yeah, 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 and and it sounds like so when you went into it, like it wasn't your, it wasn't your uh plan to really be in it long. Like it sounded like you was doing it, like you was on a mission. I was on a mission to get to school, like before. All right, so basically, before I, I achieved what I wanted to achieve before I was twenty five, I wanted to have my own fucking company. I achieved that shit. So it's basically after that, it was just like, man, it's time for me to find me a girl and shit like that. Because at that point in time, I wasn't really focused on females. I was just focused on school and 
trying to get to where I need to be to where I'm content. Right. To where that when I can get older, my kids can come back to something. Or when I die, I got something that motherfuckers can reach out to. You want know? like have that has always been me. Like I all, but I'm still not. I I'm comfortable where I'm at now, but I'm still not at the place that I want to be. Like even though I'm, like I want a house right now. I'm in an apartment. I want a crib. Facts. So it's just like, and a lot of motherfuckers not understanding. It's like I'm ready for marriage and all of that shit, but who wants to get married? I mean, who wants to be engaged to stay in an apartment? That's not, that's not, I mean, it's, it, it happens. You understand what I'm saying? It happens, but I'm on my house. I'm on the house. Yeah. Like, I want to throw housewarming parties. I want to be able to throw parties, get together. Then you in an apartment, you can't do that shit. You can't turn up like the fuck you want to turn up. So it's like, before I put, before I move on with my life, I got to get myself a crib. That's 100%. Yeah, that sounds like yeah, like talking about like long long term goals, right? And it like it's dope to see, right? You know what I'm saying? Especially like when you that young, like thinking about like long term goals. And I know it's definitely like where I'm at now. When I was younger, I was thinking like you know what I'm saying. Of course, like I was thinking in the realm of like five years, but like now I be thinking in the realm of like twenty, thirty. You know what I'm saying? I be thinking in the realm of like twenty, thirty. 40 years, it almost seems like the things that are on my mind are way different. And you think about things like, you know what I'm saying? Like, actually, I want a house because I ain't trying to, I don't want to try to raise a family in an apartment. You know what I'm saying? I used to think that uh, I'll buy my house, like, once I find somebody to settle down with. And, like, now I'm at a point where it's like, nah, I just want to, I want to, I want to set that up for me. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I want to start laying that groundwork for what I already know is coming. Plus, it's just what I want in general. I start asking myself, like, what do you want? Where do you want to be in, like, 10, 15, 20 years? You know what I'm saying? Like, what you want your finances to look like. Like, setting yourself up for, like, things that will be better for not only just you, but, like, you know what I'm saying, in generations to come after you. You know what I'm saying? Like, creating real, true stability based off the decisions that you make. Because I think, like, when we younger we think a lot about what we want now right and we think a lot about what things like look like it's just like oh I gotta do this I gotta do that like I need people to think I'm wrong I need people to you know whatever whatever but in reality it's just like after a while after you start going through things and you start maturing you start it's almost like you think of things in terms of like all right where am I going what am I doing because you done thought in a moment for so long like you know what I'm saying it's like you have been doing shit in a moment for so long. It's so like, I right, now let me let me let me start cleaning this shit up. Let me start going in a whole different direction, cause I want more than what it is that I got right now. Like type shit. Like I done had fun on the soul, my wild oats type thing. Like I'm getting to that age. Like I feel like and once once you start understanding what sowing your wild oats means, like bro, I feel like I'm old now. I mean, I'm out of those wild ages and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm in a relationship and everything like that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the end of the day, the eyes to get the wondering. But it's like, damn, bro, she did, she did whatever. But it's like, man, I can't date that motherfucker because I'm already in a relationship. It's like, that's where I'm a nigga, so I'm going to tell the truth. That's where the temptation come in. It's not necessarily a temptation for me because I don't see it like that because... I got a female, she got the same shit that the next person has. 
But it's sometimes like, damn, that bitch built right. Like, ooh, but it's just like, you don't pay it's, that shit no attention. Because <laughs> it's, it's deeper than that. You know what I mean? It gets to a point where it's deeper than that. Like, again, like when you start thinking about like consequences and you done been through some shit, it's just like, all right, all right, yeah, you fine and all, but like, that, what does Where that mean? Exactly. Like, what does that mean? Because there are plenty of people that are fine or plenty of people who, you know, whatever that I don't click with. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just because you're cute don't mean that you're the person for me. And like, just because you're cute don't mean that I need like 50 cute, cute girls. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need that. Like, when you find a person, it's like you can appreciate like, all right, yeah, you look good. You're attractive. You're nice. You're cool. Whatever. You're dope. But like, I got a person. Yeah, that's how <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I got a person on. Like... So, and you're not that person. So I can appreciate you, but like, no, nah, I'm not gonna fuck my life up for that. Like, no, nah, I'm cool. Like this girl yesterday, she was like my date. She was like, hey, yo, we could talk about dates. Maybe you could take me to the shop and we could choose a date. I said, no, man. What the fuck <laughs> do you mean, take you to the no, shop? Man. <laughs> She was like, well, we can get to know each other more. Talk. What the fuck we got to talk about race for? What you want? I could show you where to go get that shit and you can get it your damn self. <laughs> Yo, that's real. That's real talk, though. That's real talk, though. That's real talk, though. But, you know what I'm saying? We, we getting off subject. We getting off subject. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because that's a whole other, that's a whole other uh, rabbit hole for the old thinker versus speaker. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we we can wrap we can re, we can revamp that on some after dark shit. But right, uh, yeah. So you go to school. This is the choice you make. You know what I'm saying? You do what it is that you got to do. So like we when you going into that environment though, you know what I'm saying? Like. Are you ever nervous about the consequences that come with it? Hell no. Why not? Because what I mean, as I get older, like me making videos and shit like that, like I send templates and everything like that. Right. Be like, hey, can you meet me and shit? But like motherfuckers who I send templates to are if I feel that you would like this beat or whatever, I mean, I know your history behind who you were before you was a fucking rapper. So you think that I'm finna put myself in that situation? Hell no. Huh. Wait, what you, you mean? Coming, like, all right, say for instance, I send templates, right? Basically, templates are basically my beats. So say for instance, I send it to an artist or I send it to the manager or whatever like that. And then they hit me back up. They'd be like, hey, can I meet him at a studio or, you know, whatever? No, no, I'm good. You feel me? I'm not finna put some shit. I understand that it's money. I'm going to get the money regardless whether I'm there or not. It's just a fucking instrument. You know what I'm saying? So with that yeah. being said, I don't physically have to be there for you to get it. So with that being said, I could physically come. We could cook some shit up. But I want to know that my life is A-OK. Because yeah. at the end of the day, because just because you a rap nigga, you still got street beef. Huh. Like, people don't think of it like that outside of the They think of everybody as an artist. These niggas got personal life. Half of these niggas just, uh, how can I say it right now? 
that's in the mainstream, that's that's not in the mainstream, all these upcoming artists and shit that's trying to get a name on themselves or whatever the situation may be. Talking about they shooting their ops and shit like that. Them niggas ain't doing that shit for for for, for capping on that fucking music. About that shit for real. And say for instance, you just so happen to be in the studio session with them niggas. And they opt to get that location or whatever the fuck the situation may be. You go up in that motherfucker and you get got just as well as them. Hmm. So I wouldn't put my life in danger when it comes to the music. Like as I got older, yeah, I thought about it because at the end of the day, behind these artists, they are individuals. You don't know what they're doing outside of their music life. Right. Or what beef they got on their head. So it's like as a person or me as a producer. Do I put my life in danger for this moment? To go face to face? Or what? So do you does that mean that you never really go face to face? Or that or you just real picky about who you go face to face with? Man, I go face to face if I have to, like but you best believe I ain't going by myself. Yeah. Like I gotta have some type of backup. Just because y'all got security, don't mean that I got sec- I ain't got security. And what like, kind of like? Uh-huh. You go. You say what now? No, go ahead. Finish what you were saying. I can wait. But at the end of the day, like that's just how I am. Like I need to go. I got to bring. Yeah. So, so with that being said, like, what kind of music do you make? And you does. Like the choice of environments that you choose to work in, like kind of affect like the range of music that you can make with people. No, I make any type of music. I go from gospel to country to Afrocentric to jazz to whatever you need. I could put some jazz to some hip hop. You listen to her intro, you you know, like a shit, like <laughs> I do shit that niggas ain't on. You feel me? I I try to do. How can I basically say? Like, I want to put, like, how can I say it? Now I'm going to go a different way with my music. So, like, my old lady played the ukulele and shit like that. Word. So I be making her play chords and shit, and, like, I record it. And I'm trying to throw those into beats and shit. So I'm trying to lose use, like, live music. Like, say, for instance, if I do a bass line, I'm going to mm. go buy a bass and do the bass line with that. But I'm also going to do that bass line going to be that 808 as well. But it's gonna be a real bass. Like I'm starting to incorporate a lot of live instruments into my music. Huh. Okay. So now it it really sounds like you just like pushing and exploring like your levels of creativity. So like, where do you see yourself going with music? Like, what do what kind of things do you see yourself doing with music in the future? Honestly, my music like. I, I mean, like, I ain't low-key slowed down on it, but, like, I've been in a brain fart. So, it's, like, I got beats in my head, but it's, like, too much to rumble together. Or, like, I make a beat, and I make too many motherfucking, use too many motherfucking instruments. But it sound right, but it be cluttered as fuck. So, it's, like, I get a brain fart, or it's just, like, I scratch them. And like, nah, I go to something yeah. else. I yeah. scratch them and I go to something else. So, like, basically now, like, I've been doing on the podcast shit. Like, I've been doing this shit. And, like, now I'm finna uh, do a YouTube video once I get home. Like, I'm finna start back doing my YouTubes and shit like that. Like, it's other uh things that outside. 
other things that I could do besides just my music. Thanks. I think that's the, the part that I'm loving about just exploring creativity, period, is because, like, it, it's so many different um, routes that you can take. I said this, uh, me and my cousin talked about it a little bit on the episode that she did, where purpose can change. You know what I'm saying? How you can do one thing and be very passionate about one thing for a specific amount of time or like a long period of time or whatever. But then other people have interests. Like I could easily see it. Like think somebody like Ice Cube but like Queen Latifah, right? Or like even like Will Smith or something like that. Like how they can go from rapping to singing to acting to, to you know what I'm saying? Just doing whatever and it's just like now nah, it makes sense because when you get to explore your creativity you get to find diff- so many different ways of like expressing yourself and channeling all of that out and like when you surround yourself with people like that it's just other people like constantly exploring a different lanes of creativity because I know even for me like I don't always stay super inspired about the podcast like yeah y'all get an episode every Friday um, for the last two years but that don't mean that I was equally excited about all of them now I can have an episode and get very inspired after the fact right but like sometimes I will need to like pivot and um, do other things like write or like work on stuff for my other channel or like I said I do other things I don't talk about and then I draw like I literally draw for a living so you know what I'm saying it's just like all these different creative outlets that you get to explore. And I feel like the good thing about life is that we don't have to stick ourselves to one thing, even if we feel like we have to, right? Because on the outside end, I'll be like, oh, like you're a producer or all you do this or all you do that or all you do that. And like, that's what you are. But like in reality, nobody's really confined to a box. So, like, do you see yourself, like, doing other things in the future? So, you said you want to do a podcast. Like, what are, what are you thinking? The podcast, man, I'm still ready. I've been ready to start that. Like, I got motherfuckers lined up ready. Waiting. So, do you want to talk about what it's about? She. So, the podcast, my podcast is basically, I think I'm going to name it, uh... You don't have to say the name yet if you ain't dropping it. I'm dropping it. I'm dropping it. I'm dropping it. I'm dropping it. But it's going to be, I speak. I mean, you speak. I educate, basically. I bring a topic. And I just listen to what y'all got to say. And then if y'all have any questions for me, I just give you my side of it, basically. Like, I'm going to do, like, drug addictions and people who going through real-life stuff, bring them on the channel. I'm bringing you on the channel, most definitely. I want you to be most definitely. But, uh, but I also want to do, like, some... Uh, but I got to have multiple people at one time. I basically want to just throw a topic at them and smoke a blunt. And whoever got the blunt in their hand got the mic. And just see what they size. Everybody get to speak. And then if they I ask definitely want to do some panels up in this one. For for. And if they want to uh, speak, if they want to ask me, I ain't going to speak. I'm just if they want me to talk. 
That's just how it's gonna be. Oh, word. Yeah. Okay. I want okay. people to bring that story. I want them to be the voice. Huh. Okay. I see. It, I see. It, I see it. Okay. So, like, your role, like, you speak, I educate. So it sounds like, are are you giving niggas therapy? Yeah. Basically, <laughs> I, to, I always wanted to do that because and it's crazy because there's a lot of people who be reaching out to me like I got friends who come to me for depression I got motherfuckers who come to me about relationships and like they be asking me about stuff and I'll be giving them a good advice but sometimes have you ever like, heard of life coaching my guy? my guy yeah I don't what? know. I want to be a therapist, but like I, I don't know. Like I want to like just listen to people's problems. What What stop you though? If If, if that's what you like to do, nothing. I nothing. considered it too. Like Like I consider going into coaching. It actually is something that probably ain't too far off in my future. Because like even when it comes to like podcasting and stuff like that, and like even working with people, like I've considered working with people to help them. Um, build their channels and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? As I work on my own, I be having people come and they want to know how to do it and stuff and like understanding the things that go into play. So, you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's something that's really unrealistic. You know what I mean? Especially like what you done been in school, you already know what it's like to do it. And if you enjoy like talking to people, like helping them or whatever, like, hey, it might be something to that. My ultimate goal, honestly is to get some money. I'm finna work on that shit. I'm finna get some money and get back to my city. And I know that may sound stupid as fuck. Why you finna get back to St. Louis? I'm trying to get these guns out these little niggas' hands and put an instrument or something in their hand. No facts. Like I'm Help I'm on them. the same shit. Open Honestly, up a like I'm trying to get I'm good. trying to like, get niggas Real shit, I feel like I feel like our city, like if it was up to me and I could do whatever, like we need a couple things in that motherfucker. We need uh one uh electives, like access to electives. Because the schools that we came from, electives is not hidden. Like we need like bands, we need like robotics clubs like we need like you know what i'm saying it's so much we need to other stuff you got. <laughs> exactly, exactly like we need to we definitely need to fill the gaps like we need to give people access to creative outlets because like i think it's a lot of things that people could be good at but they just were never exposed to it you know what i mean like imagine if we had exposure to like you know what i'm saying like astronomy and and you know what i'm saying like law classes and things like that you know what I mean like just little more things to give kids that exposure so they can tap different lanes and see that it's it's different routes that they can go in their life and then also giving people access to therapy you know what I mean like all giving people, people need that yeah but all people need therapy goddamn yeah, like yeah, <laughs> giving people it. access to therapy people act like they can't find therapists you know whoop 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 like Getting them that access that they need. It's a lot that we need. You know what I'm saying? It's a I lot. Also, that we need. but for real, I want to go like to the thrift stores, the Goodwill, or some shit like that, and go donate clothes. Like I understand St. Louis is all uniforms and shit like that, but right. I ain't even trying to be disrespectful and none of that shit. And I ain't even trying to be funny. Like you don't know how a person's circumstances is, what's going on at their crib, whatever. 
Right. But I at least want to do like a closed pantry or some shit like that to help the unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think I think the one thing that I want to do and that I hope I can do with like this podcast and then the things that I wind up doing outside of the podcast, I I, I like the fact that I'm talking to a lot of people that's on the same type of time because I think soon enough we'll be able to like come together and like really put something together that can help people who are just, like, young versions of us. You know what I mean? Because it's just, like, we've been through things and, like, we've experienced things and we know what it's like to be on the other side. But to see where we we are and where we're going now and how we're in the mindset of giving back and trying to help fill those gaps for other people, like, I'm hoping that we can just, you know, figure something out to just help keep other people from having to experience some of the shit that we had to experience, especially, like, if they don't have to. You know what I mean? It's just, it's not necessary. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where it's just, like, everybody got this, like, I don't give a fuck attitude that we talked about earlier, right? This big, like, I don't care, like, it's fuck you, you know, type, type of attitude. But, like, imagine if we got people in a space where they actually found something that was worth actually fighting for or striving for. You know what I'm saying? They find something that they're passionate about. Because you know what I'm saying? Like, they, more experiences, like like what you explained at Full Sail, right? Where it's just, like, people who are doing what they love and just, like, you know what I'm saying, focused on that versus being focused on other things that, you know what I'm saying, further harm our communities and where we come from. True. True, true, true. Well, yeah. Another, uh, go ahead. Oh, uh, what was I about to say? Another thing is, like, we got to understand to these kids, like, what's going on in the household, but these kids don't want to talk. It'd be a lot that be going on in these households, like, within the families to make yeah. the kids the way that they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I think we really tone is everything. That's something that I'm learning just in my in my process. Right. Not not the same approach works for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because even I have like I have to know when to change my dis- disposition. Like sometimes you got to come straight at some people because that's what they need. And sometimes other people just need a little more love, compassion and understanding. And I think sometimes when we want to get answers from people and we want to get change out of people, we got to try an approach that we ain't never tried before. You know what I'm saying? And it makes you wonder, like, if the kids ain't talking, are we asking the right questions? If people aren't changing, are we making the right moves? Are we going in circles, doing the same thing over and over and over again and wondering why there's no change? Like, the change really has to start with the person that's willing to ask more questions, that's willing to go a little deeper. True. I don't think a lot of people understand that. They could, but we got to lead by example. True. You know what I'm saying? Which is why we need things like what I do and things like what you're about to do. Because being able to just sit and talk about things, like, it's it's just certain things that people don't like to talk about that got to get talked about. 
at some point, right? Because you can't you can't tiptoe around it forever. You know what I'm saying? If I got a two inch gash in my leg, do you think that not saying nothing is gonna heal it? Or do we need to go to the hospital? Like you know what I'm saying? I think we need to go to a hospital. I remember when my ankle was broken. Trigger warning. It's a little graphic. I remember when my ankle was broken. I tried to I, I tried to walk that shit off like a sprain. I said, oh, this shit hurts. Damn, I must have really sprained it, right? Like, I'm, I, I'm thinking to myself, oh, I must have really sprained this motherfucker until I'm laying in my bed with ice on it and I can't lay it to the left or the right or the side or the front or the back because this motherfucker ain't hanging right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's only so long I could call that shit a sprain when you know that shit broke. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know that shit broke. Like, you need an x-ray, my guy. Like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta call it what it is and do what it is that you gotta do, shit. I'm doing a YouTube page, a a YouTube, uh, what the fuck I was gonna say? I'm doing a YouTube, uh, um, what's a YouTube video later? A word? And yeah, I'm gonna ask you before I do it. Clips that I have, uh, you know, the old episodes and shit, the Lost Files and all of those. I'm gonna throw some of those clips into the uh, episode just as well as your social media and everything. So if they wanna contact you, type shit. I'm letting you know ahead of time. I was gonna ask you through a message. (laughs) We doing this shit now. You good. Since we're doing it now, I might as well just ask since I got you on here. Excuse me. I'm finna do a pay. I'm finna do a chat. I'm finna do a video. And I'm gonna put some of my stuff up there for something that I'm doing near new. So they ask what I've been going on. I'm gonna be like, I got a podcast going on. Thank you for speaking. I'm gonna put some of this shit up in. Y'all go listen to it. Throw some clips in that motherfucker and shit. Yeah, go ahead. Do your thing. Do your thing. And again, you know what I'm saying? If y'all want to come on the show, y'all got something that y'all want to talk about. Y'all want to tell y'all a story. You just want to vent. You know what I'm saying? Hit me up. Let me know. That's what I'm here for. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm here for. Ashton did it, and he done been on here about like four, five times with like two, three episodes y'all ain't even heard yet. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Do what it is. And then on that note, we gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up so you can go ahead and do your thing, too. If you're looking for me, you can find me at MarissaY17 on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. You can find uh Thinker versus Speaker on uh oh shit. My bad. You can find Thinker versus Speaker on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And then you can find Marissa the Thinker, which is my other pages on Facebook and YouTube, where I throw up some extra content on YouTube from time to time. So if you're not following Marissa the Thinker, go ahead and do that so we can get it caught up. Cause these YouTube pages is growing, baby. I appreciate every single one of y'all that's actually listening. We doing thing. Um, you want to let them know where to find you on social media? Sounds like they need to follow you on YouTube too. So go ahead and make sure you uh, drop y'all that. Go ahead and follow my YouTube. It's Stone Vapor Gamer. My Instagram is MG0417. I think. Yeah. That's my Instagram. My Facebook is Ashton Stone Vapor Gamer. I mean Stone Vapor, but y'all social media, y'all could 
at me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and YouTube. By the way, I'm finna go drop another YouTube page. I mean, a YouTube video now, and I'm finna drop two YouTube videos tonight. And I should have two more tomorrow. So, yeah, y'all can find me at YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Hey, baby. Let's get it. And on that note, if it's nothing else, we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. Anything else for the people? Nah. All right, then. All right, we're going to slide up out of here. I hope y'all have a good weekend, good week whenever you're listening to it. And if you like the episode, definitely make sure you leave a like, comment, share, subscribe, do all the things you got to do. And we're going to slide. All right, talk to you later, Ashley. I... Uh...